This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Lots of great podcasts always available on AMI. Uh, raising cuttings. We have tons of other podcasts that you can check out. I'll give you a list of them later of recent podcasts being re- released this week uh, or new episodes, I should say. But also, an FYI that you can go and check out Kelly and Company on your favorite podcast platform. If you missed anything or you want to share a particular segment, we do provide segments as their own podcast episodes. So you can do that. Pick your favorite pick your favorite podcast platform. I'm Ramia Amudan here with Margaret Welton, and welcome to the Monday edition of Kelly and Company. All right, and it's now time to check in with one of our community reporters. And today we're checking in with Carol Yapel from Vancouver, British Columbia. Carol, good afternoon. I understand you want to start talking about the Lunier Festival. So why don't we start there and you can tell us all about that? Okay, great. Thanks a lot. Um, the Lumiere Festival is a downtown Vancouver event starting on November 17 and going to the 27th. And you may ask, well, what is Lumiere? And so I looked it up, and the definition is outdoor spectacle with sound and light. And actually, that's exactly what they're doing. They're having um, at different plazas all over downtown parades, flamenco dancers, violinists, all coming together with light. So there are beacons that are in these neighborhoods that indicate where the festival is occurring, and one of them is actually taking place underneath a suspended chandelier under the Granville Street Bridge. But all of them have music, all of them have light. And I don't know about you, but when we get into this season of the year, having a lot of light around is a really cool thing for me. I've never had any anyway, light before. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that at this time of year, I think that the intention of this festival is to sort of redefine going into winter by having mm-hmm. a community building event that brings people together. It starts at 4.30 every day and goes until 7 p.m., so it's just when it's getting dark that they bring the light out. So I think it's a really nice idea of, you know, getting us into this season and getting us outdoors in a way that we can enjoy music together with a little bit of light. Well, And that's true. And you know what? I mean, even with going out, it's still, even though people have started doing it again, it's still relatively new and I don't know, this year people seem to, to be more excited about it in a sentimental way. So I think the light and the, you know, the festival you're describing there really pulls it all together, Carol. Yeah, I think you're right, Margaret, in terms of, you know, pent-up demand after COVID. To be together with people and to hear music, I think a lot of people were reluctant to go into indoor spaces and do that. But this is drawing on dozens of, of different Vancouver local musical artists and visual artists um, and dancers to be together outside and kind of bring back that community sentimental feeling that you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. After uh, years of isolation, 
specifically around these colder months, it does feel very, very important and valuable to have um, all of us kind of reach out for something like this where we may not feel like it in the beginning, but uh, you're you're definitely gaining some good energy by being joined by others and celebrating art. Carol, we're going to put the um, information for the Lumiere Festival up on our blog, ami.ca slash kellyco, along with the rest of your community report. And you want to talk about November being Financial Literacy Month, um, and there's some virtual workshops going on. Yeah, that's right. I like to, in my sort of plan of these broadcasts, I like to think of something that's outdoors, something that's online, and something that's indoors, a little bit of variety. Mm -hmm. So this is the online uh, offering. The Vancouver Public Library is bringing attention to Financial Literacy Month, and they're doing so by joining with a couple of different organizations, Disability Alliance BC and Family Services of Greater Vancouver, to host these one-hour Zoom calls, or I think one of them uses Teams, to just help people get a handle on what is going on with this crazy financial time that we're in. Um, I'm sure you've been feeling it. I've been feeling it. And so these workshops are designed to help people get a handle on how to handle their finances. And um, this is November 16th to 22nd, various days. One of them has to do with understanding budgeting. Um, Another one is specifically about our real relationship with money and and attitudes about money. And the last one on the 22nd discusses the disability tax credit, how to apply, what it means, and how to get more information about all of that. So for these, pre-registration is required, and you can call the Vancouver Public Library. That's what I did at 604-331-3603, and I just told the person who answered, I want to register for some financial literacy workshops. What do you have? And they told me about these these, uh, online seminars. Which one of these stands out to you, Carol, like in terms of timeliness or personal curiosity or what you think is really important for us to be highlighting um, for finance talk? Well, I myself already have applied for my disability tax credit. So if people mm-hmm. haven't done that, I think doing that is really, really significant. That's on the 22nd. Um, I think the interesting one for me is on the 21st having to do with our relationship to money, our attitudes. Like how do you budget and how do you decide what you're going to emphasize once you've taken care of, you know, your standard expenses. And and how do you even think about what are your standard expenses, right? I know we all think, oh, this, this is a fixed expense. But then there are things that may be very important to you that you want to emphasize. So I think having that conversation with a professional is probably very helpful when when you're really feeling the pinch, Hmm. Yeah, lots of uh, Q&A, I'm assuming, will happen. I mean, we live in a world where you can really just headline whatever uh, topic you want to learn on. But uh, with money, deep dive is very important. And plus, 
like when you think think about what you just mentioned, the relationship with money, um, that kind of thing is a is a lifelong understanding and lifelong learning curve, right? Where you come from and how your parents dealt with money and potentially, you know, the the kind of uh, work that you've generationally been exposed to and and how that sits with you in terms of money. So there's so much to dissect, uh, and I think that these workshops are going to give some some great context to those questions. I think you're quite right. It is a lifelong study, and, and yet we can always, especially when the pressure is on, we, we tend to learn faster when we need to. <laughs> <laughs> when we're seeing it on our bills, grocery bills for inflation, yeah, for sure. But to me, we're always seeming to hear so many different things, you know. Some people say, oh, no, this, the prices are coming down. Others say, no, 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 the economy is still heating up. We need to still put rates up. Carol, this mm-hmm. one sounds pretty uh, unique. What, what about this mouthpiece event? What is that all about? Well, this is the quirky one for sure. This is the indoor event, and it takes place at the New Media Gallery, which is in New Westminster. New Westminster is just a sky train right away from Vancouver, uh, and it happens to be where the CNIB has recently moved. So I went out there, and I found this gallery. This is... Um, a sound installation. What does that mean? It means there are sculptures that are making sound. It's not really music, but it's more like sound art. And the really interesting thing about it is it has to do with how AI and technology are sort of affecting our lives. So that's really interesting. And the other really nice thing about it is that everybody who comes, not only if you're blind or partially sighted, gets a private, personalized tour by one of the curators. So I know that we've all been to audio-described, you know, films or shows or art galleries, but this whole installation is meant to be sort of guided by the people who put it together. And they're very knowledgeable, and they tell you about how these very complicated sound designs have been created by the artists. And it gives a context to move through, and you also feel really safe. You know, you're, you're being guided, you're being brought into the artistic process, and the sound itself is quite fascinating. What about the room, like, with all these puppets and that in it? Like you know, with the with the sculptures and the and the puppets and that, and can you talk a little oh, yeah, bit about that? Oh yeah, one of them one of them called Bad Mantras has to. They have Muppets in there that are they're pink Muppets hanging off of the wall, and it's a thirty nine minute sound loop where these Muppets are sort of playing and singing and humming, and then it connects to another room where there's a rock band sort of riffing on what the Muppets are doing. It's quite unique. It sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like it. And what, can you maybe, were there other um, puppets or any type of things in there? Or were these glass heads and the puppets, are they all the same Muppets that you're talking about? No, they're three very separate artworks. So okay. the, the Muppets, which is called Bad Mantras, is its own work of art. And another work of art is called AI Bots. And these are the glass-headed sculptures that are all together in a room, and their sound is more of a whisper. 
and uh-huh. they're whispering these words to sort of each other, and you can hear the whole thing, kind of like a, an odd choir. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like hearing different voices from a choir, I would say. And then the third one is called prayer. Okay, Carol, Carol, Carol unfortunately, we're going to have to stop you there because we've run right out of time. But I'd like okay. to thank you for taking the time, and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was, bye-bye. That was Carol Yapel from Vancouver, British Columbia, with her community report. And remember, you can always check the ami.ca slash blog for more information. After the break, we're checking in with Devin Wilkins, and she has our monthly service animal and guide dog report. Lots on the docket there. We'll be right back on Kelly and Company. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.